Paul, as we start today's show, I want to ask you to just just recount something you noticed that was like kind of a fun or funny or interesting thing that's happened to you in the last two weeks. Oh, my God. Do you not have a thing? Because I have a thing. Give me your thing while I think about a thing. My thing is that uh, while I was in Whole Foods and I noted a new flavor from GT's kombucha, and the flavor is Mystic Mango. And since then, I've been uh, using it as a, as a pet name just to tell people, like, you're my, you're my Mystic Mango. <laughs> so it's been a fun little way to, to throw people a curveball, you know? I like it. Or they're like, what's that? Uh, do you have anything, Paul? I really don't. I have nothing. It, all the days just seem the same. It's just they all just seem the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of what it is. You know, I got the days where I work and then the days that I don't work, but I do other things that are kind of like work, like chores. I'll tell you about chores when we get back from the first song. Who's first on this week's episode of Hometown Sounds? First up is Flower Bomb. Here on Hometown Sounds.
Welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC rocks. I'm Tony Pareco. I'm Paul Vodra. And that was Flower Bomb with a track called Sorry. It is the first single off their upcoming debut album, Pretty Dark. By the way, this track from Flower Bomb, Sorry, the song is currently available only on Bandcamp until May 29th. And on that day, it will be available on all major streaming formats. They make a note in the bio they provide on Bandcamp about I forget what was the word direct confrontation I think it was raw raw lyrics and one that really stood out to me in Flower Bomb's track is the line is think I need some drugs first I need some friends and I thought oh man isn't that the way it goes <laughs> by the way your next chance to see Flower Bomb is Sunday September 6th at Comet Ping Pong uh, and I think that it is very realistic to start making your concert plans for around then about. So, you know, just put that on the ca- on your calendar. And they're playing with Lo-Fi Cuties, Frass Green, and Eyelids of Portland, Oregon. It is a rescheduled show from these coronavirus times. Paul, I just talked all about Flower Bomb. Uh, what's <laughs> up with you? Well, before we leave the topic of Flower Bomb, I want to just say that uh, they hold a bit of a special place in my heart right now because the last DC Music show that I went to was on a Friday night in early March with uh, the Johnny Grave Trio, Zoe Ravenwood, and Flower Bomb. So they were like the what last... What an eclectic lineup. That was an eclectic lineup. It was a fun show. It was the first time I ever went to the pocket at Seven Drum City. So uh, and, I, and I saw Flower Bomb, and they talked about releasing the new material, and I just immediately was like, yep, that needs to go on the podcast. I can't wait for that to happen. And now it finally has happened, and I'm very happy about it. Cool. Yeah, so... I have been working, I think I mentioned last time, about my my live DJ setup. Yeah, how's it going? I saw one post about you having some frustrations, and I I would have thought that people would have jumped in to just totally get you through the process. (laughs) Is that what's happened? Well, I'm I'm working at a bit of a of a deep technical level at this point. I've been I've been looking at the social media feeds. Obviously, there's a ton of people doing live performance, and that's great, and that's generally seems to be going pretty well. But there's a bunch of DJs who are who are venturing out into the streaming worlds as well, and they seem to be having mixed to negative success. Uh, a lot of times, they play something, and the copyright algorithms ding it, and they get they get shut down. And sometimes they don't even realize they get shut down; they're just you know playing, and nobody's getting to hear them. So. Can we reprise the shutdown from last episode of of Jason Mendelson getting taken down for playing songs by, by Jason Mendelson? That is the worst. Oh, Jason Mendelson. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what these things are doing now. It seems to be just, you know, getting in the way of people having a good time online. So I said, you know, I need to I need to figure this out on my own. And and I will say that this takes me back to some of the deep, deep origins of Hometown Sounds. When I would DJ at the Argonaut, this is in like 2009. It's before that fire, right? Yeah, it was before the fire, before everything got shut down there. And it was also, I mean, if you think about it, that was like the early era of smartphones. And I don't even think I had one yet. And there wasn't just the internet everywhere like there is now. You didn't have tethering. You didn't have any of this stuff. I just want to go back to your your previous, like you said, you didn't have a smartphone. Could you still play Snake on your phone? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I I don't know they probably charged you money to play snake on your on your stupid Verizon phone at that time. I, I think I was like no, I'm not playing I'm not playing that. So the Argonaut had an internet jukebox 
and it had a Wi-Fi router associated with it, and they just didn't even bother to put a password on it. So I would be DJing, and I said, "Oh, you know what? Hey, I could I could get online," and I realized, "Hey, I can fire up this broadcasting software and spit this music out." that I'm DJing to my friends who couldn't make it or are too far away. And they would tune in and we'd chat and it was great. It was a good old time. And then I realized, oh, why don't I just do this all the time, 24-7? That was where the internet radio station for Hometown Sound started. And then from there, we became the podcast and here we are today. So I was bringing it back to that and spinning up my own IceCast server on Amazon Web Services and figuring out how to attach my little audio DJ box that I use to put music out with the audio box that you have loaned me to do this podcast and the microphone so that I could talk while I DJed. Basically, all that stuff worked really well. I figured, you know, it took a little trial and error, but I got all that to, to be wired together. And now, like at any time I want, I can turn on that server and reconfigure my audio settings and fire up my broadcaster and be spitting out the music that I want to play which, you know, in these times is mashups. And before you go any further, Paul, tell, tell us what the name, what your program description was. <laughs> so I came up with the idea of the name Lockdown Mashup. And, and my logo is uh, a down arrow between the words lock and down and an up arrow between the words mash and up. And they're sort of pointing at each other. That's very good, Paul. I just, I really, I have no graphic design skills whatsoever. I just fired that up and it took me about five minutes. And there's no visuals with this thing. It's just me at my laptop picking out MP3s. Nobody needs to see that. So, and I figure also we're just looking at our screens all day. Let's just, let's just have a little dance party. But the one thing that I, I, I wanted to bring over from the social media world was the idea of the little chat. That if you're in Facebook Live, you're in Instagram Live... You can just type the message and you can see each other's messages and it's a way to interact. I really wanted that. So I've been trying to figure out how to embed a free chat room on the webpage that I send people to to listen to my stream. And that's where I've been having some some difficulties. I, I put this one in there that was an IRC client and it made people pick usernames and it wouldn't pick just like regular old, like if you went and typed in Tony, it'd be like, nope, Tony's already taken. So that was annoying. And then last night I found this other one and it looked perfect. It looked absolutely perfect. It nicely designed. It's completely free, open source, lets you pick whatever name you want. And it works great, except that when I embed it, it doesn't work at all. And it's something to do with browser cookies and settings. And and I get a 403 forbidden error when I look at the debugging console. So this is like, I'm not a web developer and I kind of maybe need a web developer to help me with this, if it's even possible at all. Also, can you ask the web developer why it's okay to throw around phrases like forbidden, like just <laughs> really commonly? <laughs> you know, it's it's how the web works and it's very complicated. It's, oh, when you figure out, I, I, I write software for a living and I've never ever done the web development, it seems like a nightmare to support all the different browsers and the JavaScript and ugh, no, no thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to get my little thing to work on mobile too, so that if you don't want to be in front of a computer and you just want to listen to it on your phone, you can just bring up this web page in mobile Safari or whatever the Android thing is and just play it like that. So I feel like I'm close, but I'm not quite there yet. I did a little beta test last week and it seemed to go pretty well. My biggest complaint was that people didn't know that I was doing it. I'm like, no, it's just a beta test. I'm going to do it for real soon. So I'm going to try to get that going 
And because, you know, I really, it's, it's a great way to connect with, with people. I love playing the music. I love curating the stuff. I love making people happy with silly, silly mashups um, that are totally illegal, but I have them. And uh, so we're going to have a good old time with it. Cool, man. And uh, it'll, it'll happen real soon. So if anybody's interested in that, uh, you know, keep keep your eyes peeled on social media and you'll see uh, how to tune into that. It'll be fun. Also, can I throw out the suggestion of if you are a visual artist, would it be cool to connect your DJ stream with some kind of visual art? You know, that is a good idea. I know that the Versus Records people, uh, our friend Doug Kallmeyer and Monica, they have been doing some live broadcasts and they always do like the live visuals with that as well, which is, I think works so well. So yeah, if I had something like that, that would probably be really good. Cool. We've learned what you've learned, Paul. And I guess we're going to keep the show going now, right? That sounds like a great idea. Next up on the podcast, it's Raw Poetic and Damu the Fudge Monk. Ray 
these young boys school days who says wrong don't know it all like you love you lost i move to raw your shit too soft not authentic when it's real it skips that extra listen let your god direct ya That song was called Nappy Heads by Raw Poetic and Damuda Fudge Monk. And I got to say, like earlier today, I was sitting at my desk here where I am right now, but I was at work and I was working and I was listening to some music. And I knew that we had a few things in the document that I was excited about, like the flower bomb. But I was going through some some other Bandcamp email notifications and some other stuff. And I was listening and I was like, ah, I don't like that. I don't like that. And uh, I was thinking, am I am I just in a crummy mood here? Am, am I going to be able to to pull this together and and find some awesome music to love and share with everybody on the podcast? And then I came upon that, and I got to grooving, and I was like, yeah, I think it's all going to be okay. The whole, and then I went back and listened to the whole album because I thought, oh, well, you know, let's let's find out if this is the best song. And it, in fact, the whole album is really good, but I, that song definitely was the one that stuck out to me. Some real tribe called Quest vibes going on with that i love how la- how up in the mix the percussion is yeah and also uh the jazz flute at the end there uh-huh always, always gets me rapper raw poetic fronted the hip-hop groups restoring poetry and music rpm and panacea who i've been fans of for a really long time pretty much like the whole time i've been doing hometown sounds we last featured him on this podcast in march of 2019 with the song frosty frogs from his album gulliver and I saw on social media that the the Redefinition Records duo originally intended to drop this project later this year, but moved up the release in light of this uh, pandemic. And he did an interview with a website called Hip Hop DX. And Raw Poetic says, every song was written this year. I think it speaks to the very moment. From the passing of Kobe to the coronavirus quarantine, we've been left with a lot to reflect on and make a change. Hence the title, Moment of Change. Demu adds, no time like the present to get these particular recordings out. This is a name your own price download on Bandcamp. So just, you know, get it. This is not the only collaboration 
between Raw Poetic and Demuda Fudgemunk that just dropped. On Demu's Bandcamp page, you can find the album Ocean Bridges that also features Archie Shep. And it is definitely, I listened to it too. It is much jazzier than this, this, you know, obviously what we just heard had some jazz flute and some other jazz elements, but it was definitely more of a hip hop flavor. And that other one is is more of a, a jazz flavor. It was really, really good too. I strongly recommend both of them. In that quote, when you referenced Kobe's death, uh, yeah, that solidified helicopters as being something I'm done with. <laughs> I I have actually taken a ride in a helicopter once. Really? And it, was, and it was over lava? What? Yeah, and now that seems like a really bad idea. And where could you take a helicopter ride over lava in Hawaii, right? That was Hawaii. I was, in fact, correct. It was It was in Hawaii. It was like my family. It was like my dad, my little sister, me, and the and the pilot. And uh, I think I think I was forced to ride up front um, for probably motion sickness reasons. I think I was the only one that could handle it. And uh, I remember it being really cool. I'm not a fan of roller coasters. I'm very much not a fan of roller coasters. Now, are you afraid of them? They make you sick. What's what's the story there? I just hate them. I just don't like the plummeting. I'm not a fan of the heights. And the plummeting it from the heights just seems like a really bad idea. I've I've gone on some. I went on the Rebel Yell. I was forced. Oh, I hated that. So I just said, all right, I've done it. And that was it as an adult too. That wasn't like I did it once when I was 10 and never again. But no, I, I was dragged on it as an adult, decided never to do it again. But I took that helicopter ride and uh, I did not liken it to a roller coaster. I thought it was really fun. It was a little scary. It was a little, you know, and, and flying over the lava. And I think maybe not that long after that, and this was like 2003, uh, I think not that long after that, there was an accident. So I don't know if they really fly over lava anymore. So what? yeah, helicopters are bad in 2020. Paul, could I get you to listen to a podcast about roller coasters? <laughs> I'm sure. If it was a good podcast, and I, you know, you are, of course, an excellent connoisseur of podcasts. So if it was a podcast and it was it was Tony approved, I would listen to it. I'm going to do a search because... You know, every day is the same now. I know. And uh, what would shake things up if not a podcast about roller coasters? That's totally true. Which I don't think we can. We're going to be able to go on for a little while longer. I know. I know. So, so hey, man, what's been going on with you? I have been binging things. Actually, most recently, I've been binging The Handmaid's Tale, which every episode has just been like, oh, my God, they did what to these people now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of missed the memo that it was that difficult <laughs> yeah i have not been up for watching that yet yeah uh so should we do more show paul let's do more show who's up next tony next up is yes vacancy
That was delightful. Yes, it was. And it was Yes Vacancy with a track called Heavy Now. And uh, here's from their provided bio on Bandcamp. There are a few good things that can come from your cherished 8-track dying. But that's part of what led to four friends making the moody post-punk protest rock that is Yes Vacancy. Anchored by DC music veteran Ryan Nelson on drums, who is a former member of the band Beauty Pill, and the husband of Aaron Mitchell Nelson, who is the newest member of Beauty Pill. Yes Vacancy is a reminder that there's always space for new ideas, which connecting it back to the band name, Yes Vacancy, Yes Space, that's available to you. <laughs> Their partners in rock include Bosla Andelson on bass, Aaron Harmon on guitar, and Mary Madden on vocals. We last featured Yes Vacancy on the podcast in July of 2019 with their demo song, Begin Again, that was way better than a demo. This song's description on Bandcamp reads, written in isolation, no musicians were harmed. Which, Paul, I, I need to ask, do you think that this song description means that everything on this song was tracked with the members in dispersed locations? It sounds plausible. I would, I would say yes. It's the most fun explanation to come up with. Way to tease us with some vagaries. <laughs> Paul, you and I had the joy of meeting Ryan last year last last september i think when we had chad and aaron of beauty pill on the show and uh we just kind of hung out in their kitchen and we just listened to all of his wonderful stories about entertaining people from the ghosts of dc music past oh my god uh my comment was somebody get that man a podcast it would be pure gold yeah like i mean i am not i make it work but i could i could not fill time the way that guy could fill time <laughs> If if Ryan had a podcast like ours, there'd be like two songs and half an hour of talking, and it'd be hope- it'd be gold. Yep. So who is next on the podcast, Paul? Next up, we have Jasmine Gillison. Doing flips 
That was a brand new single from singer-songwriter Jasmine Gillison called Concrete. It is available to buy right now on her Bandcamp page. That was some pretty uplifting, anthemic indie folk music featuring Kevin D'Souza on bass, Ben Tufts on drums, and Mark Williams on guitar. Ben Tufts, drummer, also produced the track. And when I first put that track on and heard that drum bit in the beginning, I was like, oh, that's that sounds like Ben Tufts to me. This is Gillison's first new music since the fall of 2018 when we featured her song In My Chest from the Little Light EP on this podcast. And this is this is a wonderful little like throwback to me. <laughs> Usually when, you know, in normal times when we put this podcast together in the notes, I always try to go and Tony does too, look to see like, are they playing a show coming up that we can recommend? And these days, not so much. But this one, in fact, is happening on Saturday, May 9th. Arlington Independent Media is hosting Palooza, an online event to benefit Ames radio station 96.7 WERA. This is actually a ticketed event. Tickets are $5. So this is not something that you're going to be randomly looking at Facebook or Instagram and be like, oh, look at that. There's some music playing. I'm in the middle of that set. Let's just tune in for a little bit. This is something you have to make plans for. You got to buy the tickets. But I think you should because this lineup features so many people that we love and have played on this podcast before. This is great. We got Chris Matthews. We got Miss Frederick. We got Emma G, Elizabeth II, Janelle D'Elia, Heather May, the always amazing Jason Mendelson. Rachel Levitin, Heather May, The Diane Scream Show. Say what, really? Yeah. DC's only uh, Diane Ream-themed Talking Heads tribute band, who I saw live last Halloween. Yes, yes, indeed. The one and only. And, of course, also... Miss Jasmine Gilson. We are so in. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally buying tickets for that right as soon as this podcast is done recording. So that's going to be an amazing thing. And uh, I guess, I guess now is the right time for me to just drop in a, a cool other little thing that happened to me. That last fall, uh, I was featured in the Washington Post weekend sections DC Dream Day feature where I did a little roundup of some of the things I would do on my dream day in DC. And, you know, it basically gave me a chance to plug a bunch of stuff in DC that I love, which is, you know, right up my alley. And so the Washington Post actually did a roundup of some of their past features from that series in a sort of a quarantine DC dream day feature that was in last Friday's weekend section. And I got to be a part of that. And got to mostly recommend some streaming stuff that I've been enjoying. The definitely the, of course, the, the Tiny Desk concerts, the Kennedy Center's Millennium Stage Archive, and the aforementioned earlier in this podcast, Versus Records. They have been putting on live streams every Thursday night with some of the people on the Versus Records label, which is mostly some very peaceful ambient and some analog synth kind of stuff. And they put some cool visuals in front of it and behind it. And uh, so that was really, really fun to be able to be a part of that. A lot of other cool people involved in that roundup and some cool photos of everybody, you know, hanging out in their house and doing neat things. So did not expect for that to come back around and was super excited that they asked for another little bit from me. So thank you hugely to the Washington Post. That's real neat, Paul. They included you once, they included you again. <laughs> that was me recapping what happened. There you go, pretty much. And now I think we should play a little bit more music. Tony, do you know who we have next? 
It's the sweater set. The Sweater Set with a track called Being Alone. That is a track that Hometown Sounds had the honor of premiering last week. They are building up some hype for their new album, Fly on the Wall, which comes out on Friday, May 8th. They don't need to build up hype for me. I've had a (laughs) postcard of theirs on my fridge since like 2013. Oh my God. That's wow. That's awesome. Yeah, they, they have been seeding a number of... Uh, songs and also one music video to a bunch of different websites. And they asked if Hometown Sounds would like to premiere that particular song. And I was like, yes, 
absolutely, we would love that. And we were super grateful to get to do that. The album was recorded way back in April of 2018 before either Sweater Set member Sarah Curtin or Maureen Andari had had twins. And now they have both had twins, which is crazy. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, man. And uh, that, that, must be, that must be a joy right now. Sarah, by the way, I've been seeing on social media, has been posting a song recorded in front of her wall of photos, her family photo wall, every single day she records a song and a lot of them are covers. And I think that that is super great to be just, you know, doing something a little bit every day to get through this time. And um, I think it's really funny how obviously that song was written and even recorded a long time ago. I see where you're going. About oh, yeah. how this song has had a couple of different... Uh applications. Yeah, exactly. That it's akin to, you know, the month of August here in DC when Congress is on recess or winter or now also during a pandemic when DC feels really quiet and still. And now hopefully we are getting a lot better at being alone since we're doing that a lot these days. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. So please subscribe to it in your podcast app of choice on your phone. And hopefully you can find some time in your life these days to listen to podcasts. I don't know about you, Tony, but I am a little behind in my podcast listening. And how could that be? You know, what excuses are there? I know we have to, we have to find time, you know, doing chores or I've been listening to podcasts. I've been running, which I hate. I I hate it. I got to do something. And so I listen to podcasts, but uh, I got to find more time because podcasts are awesome. We are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hometown Sounds. Please follow us on all the ones that you have decided to be a part of your life, if any of those fall into that category. We have a website. It's hometownsoundsdc.com. We also have an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. Please send us your music. And uh, we have one last track for you, and we're going to change it up. Because usually it's a default kind of Paul often introduces the last song because he often does all that other stuff. But uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go. Do it, man. We have one more track. It's from Anthony Purog. It is a track called "The Shape of a Raindrop." It's been a while since we have featured solo work from guitarist Anthony Purog on the podcast. The last time we did, it was all the way back in 2014. This is from a benefit comp from the Atlantic Rhythms record label, who have released music by Aaron Lyko and Luke Stewart's jazz group Black Myths. They also just released a new album by Pierog and Stewart called Six Six, so get on that if you are a fan. The Atlantic Rhythms family presents its latest compilation, Remote Rhythms, a collection of new and unreleased music raising money for two organizations with wonderful goals, one called No Kid Hungry and the other's Get Us PPE. For one of them, they are raising money to get meals to kids who would have been getting meals at school, and Get Us PPE is raising money for healthcare workers on the front line of the pandemic. So in this compilation, you can expect placid and peaceful drones, introspective compositions, and out-there club experiments. 100% of donations to this compilation will go to those wonderful organizations. And they will make their first donation on May 10th, and then every two weeks thereafter. So go to their band camp and check this out. We love benefit compilations on this podcast, and please keep doing them. So that's it. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much, Tony. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.